Any talk of flushing Stoney? I wondered about that. <laughs> or releasing him in the Rock River or something <laughs> or like using that. Using him as bait. <laughs> right, yeah. Take him to Pewaukee Lake and see if he can catch something bigger. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. So we got a bit of a problem here with a story that Wisconsin's Morning News helped make famous. It involves your fish over there. Sto- My fish? Yeah, Stoney the fish. When the Land and Stone men take the field, they look like any ordinary Little League team. But they have a very unusual mascot. Carter's kind of had the idea to get a fish. Get a fish. <laughs> That's Eric Sun's U13 baseball team who bought a fish for their team mascot, kind of on a whim. Mm-hmm. Started bringing it around to the games, right? Yep, yep, yep. And now Brought the fish, some success and some good fortune. Yes, the fish has been made famous. Eric talked about it here on the air. Then TMJ4 News picked up on the story. That was Delaney Bry's report. It's a great report. And great as you indicate, the fish did bring success. Oh, yeah. The first couple games we got him, we were doing really good with him. We had a tournament. It was like our first like game with him, and we, uh, we went to the championship game. And how are we doing now, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> so now everyone's trying to pawn the fish off on someone else. <laughs> Nobody wants the fish. No now? one wants to keep it at home. They're like, hey, who wants it? Hey, hey, Eric, Eric, you want the fish? You want to bring it home? I'm like, absolutely. You do I not do. want the fish. <laughs> well, why don't you want the fish? Well, it's not supposed to stay in its little travel aquarium. Oh, so when you bring the fish out to the game, somebody has to take Stony out of his tank. Well, they have their little tiny tank where the, which they have it on the in the dugout and then okay. on the field when they celebrate, of course. Of course. But then when when it goes home, it's supposed to go in a larger tank. So any boy who's got a larger tank has been taking the fish home, just because you know everyone's got to play a role. So now they're less interested in the fish. <laughs> is How it? is Stony with the transfer? Because I know the fish can be a little bit on the delicate side, unless it's like a straight goldfish. Stony's still alive, if that's what you're asking. Okay, so like changing the temperature of the water and stuff like that, going back and forth, doesn't affect the. So far, so good. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. So you know, in sports in general, in baseball in particular, you respect the streak. Well, so you went on a nice run with Stony, but now things have stumbled. I was going to say they did stumble a little bit last weekend uh, with the fish. The curse of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Oh no! Of course, it's right. the fish's fault. Right. Yeah. Well, is there yeah, any talk of children? Of course not. Any talk of flushing Stony? I wondered about that. <laughs> or releasing him in the Rock River <laughs> yeah. or something or like using that. Using him as bait. <laughs> right, yeah. Take him to Pewaukee Lake and see if he can catch something bigger. You take care of that fish over there, and if it's your your turn, you take him home. That's gratitude it. for you. You know what's going to happen <laughs> is that if he ends up at our house, I won't be able to pawn him off on anyone else. No, that's there. He's there forever. <laughs> Six fourteen. Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Following a tough road trip, the Milwaukee Brewers returned home this week and took down the defending World Series champs two out of three games. That continued on Wednesday afternoon as the Brewers pitched another shutout and got some offensive help from the Wisconsin native. One and two, still on Miller, the pitch. Swing and a fly ball out to center. Back Myers, still back, loading track and gone again for all. A solo homer for the Fredonia native. 3-0 Brewers. Jeff Levering on the call right here on WTMJ as Miller and company hit three homers and beat Houston by a final score of 4-0 to secure their 27th win of the season. Adrian Hauser got the start, and he was magnificent. 
tossing five and one-third scoreless innings for his first victory of the year. The Brewers are winners in three of their last four games, and they'll look to continue those winning ways as they get ready to host the San Francisco Giants for a four-game series that will begin tonight at American Family Field. First pitch is set for 640. Over to the NFL, where in Green Bay, OTAs continue on today, and all eyes will always continue to focus on Jordan Love, the first-year starter showing his head coach and Matt LaFleur that so far he has all the intangibles to help lead his team heading into 2023. I just think the way he's matured as, uh, as, a, as a man, um, you know, the, the control that he has within the room, out on the field, um, I think that he maximized his opportunities these last couple of years in terms of just learning from one of the greatest to ever play this game. OTAs will wrap up in Green Bay today, and they will resume again on May 30th. On the ice, the Florida Panthers clinched their berth in the Stanley Cup Finals with a win and a sweep of the Carolina Hurricanes, this one by a final score of 4-3. to three. And the Admirals will begin their best-of-seven Western Conference Finals in the Calder Cup Playoff Series tonight in Palm Springs. The puck will drop between Milwaukee and Coachella Valley at 9 p.m. 6.18 on Wisconsin's Morning News. We talked about it yesterday. Elon Musk was going to assist in an unconventional rollout for presidential candidate Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. How'd that go, E? Pretty well? Well. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about it next. on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis officially now in the GOP race for governor, as anticipated. His launch was on Twitter with Twitter CEO Elon Musk. Twitter spaces, as it's called. So you can listen to people speak, do interviews, podcast in real time, if you will. And And a lot of folks... "Quote unquote," tuned in or checked mm-hmm. in, oh, or yeah. went online to try yep. to see what was going down. And you only get one chance to make a first impression. And this one was a glitch. Look, we've got <laughs> a, just a massive number of people online, so it's um, servers are straining somewhat. <laughs> servers are straining somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> Says Elon Musk. Like not for a minute or two. No, for a good half hour. I mean, it took forever. The feed broke. Connections were lost. The hosts, they seemed confused at times. Uh, there's 382,000 people on. All right, great. So let's see. So crashing, huh? Yeah, look, we've got... Musk isn't even sure what to say there. I kept waiting for, like, the standby music to play. There it is. Still got nothing there. So, yeah, there it is. You know, a lot of folks can probably relate to this. You're given the big presentation at your work, right? And you've got some slides. And they're not coming up. And the connection's not coming up. And then the AV guy's in there. And you're like, and you're kind of wishful, like, everyone's there in the meeting, looking at you. <laughs> just and waiting. Like, yeah, just um, you know, waiting. Was working, working yesterday. I don't know. We had um, Jim, can you see? I don't what, what, can, can you see it now? Click here. Yeah. I'm trying to share. Yeah, there it is. There. I'm trying oh, to share. Can nope. you see it now? Nope. Oh, there we go. Yep. Still stand by. All right. Your so presidential it, launch is important <laughs> to us. We at Twitter <laughs> take your politics seriously. So here's my favorite part. So uh, he did finally get it. Uh, he did get to announce that he was officially running. We must end the culture of losing that has infected the Republican Party in recent years. The tired dogmas of the past are inadequate for a vibrant future. We must look forward, not backwards. He's calling it the great American comeback. Of course, his opponents 
thought it was funny. Some of DeSantis' opponents were quick to mock the technical difficulties. The Trump campaign labeled the launch Ron's disaster. President Biden tweeted the caption, this link works, leading people to his fundraising campaign. That's pretty good. This link works? Check this one. Check this one. We didn't even have to give Trump anything. Like he's out there hammering on him anyway. Disaster. And you just served that up? I mean, that, that, that was actually pretty funny. Disaster. That makes Governor Disaster now. These sanctimonious. Uh, so we got a whole bunch. So what's interesting, though, is that where he falls in the polls. Now, polling is favoring Donald Trump right now. We even got a new one now. The Marquette University Law School polled at a national survey, and that has Trump still leading. Yeah, let me see. Uh, I have that number here. So head-to-head in the primary, so this would be among Republican voters. Right now they've got 46% for Trump, 25% for DeSantis. And what's interesting is that number, head-to-head Trump v. DeSantis, I'm sorry, the head-to-head number, so ask, all right, you want Trump or DeSantis? And this is among Republican voters. Head-to-head number is Trump 52 to 48 over DeSantis. Just seven months ago in November, that number was 60-40 DeSantis. That's interesting. So that has flipped all the way around. What's up with that? What, what is causing that? That's- well, this didn't help. <laughs> the launch. Yeah, but does it though? Like, I I know a lot of people are saying that, like, oh my gosh, this is a disaster for him. Is it really? Will anyone be remembering this? No, in a in a week or a month or whatnot. By the way, he was on Fox News with Trey Gowdy later on. I can't promise you that I won't crash, but Fox News will not crash during this interview. Governor DeSantis, if you broke Twitter, my daughter and the Kardashians are going to be very upset with you. I, I don't know if that's what happened with Elon Musk or not. Again, here we go. <laughs> So you asked, are people long-term going to remember this? No. And you would hope that regardless of how any launch goes or any stunt goes, that people are going to vote on whose policies best serve them and best serve America. That said, not how you wanted to do it. Especially when you're trying to be bold, but also you don't want, you're trying to be the, hey, Work. There's no drama here. This right. is the drama-less campaign. This I got is just, stuff in order. Yeah, and, and then you have chaos from the start. It's an unfortunate kickoff. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist and directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. What do you got here? It's the voice yesterday? Uh, yeah, so this week the tribute, the final week of Blake Shelton on The Voice. But those are some of his old, his old, uh, what, mentees? Yeah, I suppose. People who've been on Team yeah. Blake. And yeah, so he's, he's won a number of times, or his person has gone through and won the award. I, I was going to say, though, you can't underestimate Blake Shelton. This guy, I mean, so he's been... No one thought that show was going to do what it's become. I mean, that thing is a monster. Yes, it was the NBC answer to American Idol. Yeah. and It, it was it, different. They've had all these different people kind of come in and out of that show as far as coaches and whatnot. I mean, he's really made a career out of him. I mean, he had a career to begin with, but then it... Definitely Shout elevated out. him, yep, no yep, doubt. Yep. Met Gwen Stefani, his wife, on the show. Now they're married, of course. You know, before all that, when The Voice was just just starting up, it had to be at least ten years ago. I had a chance to to interview Blake on one of those, you know, the satellite things. Oh, so I'm yeah. in my studio and he's in wherever he is. But so he's cranking out a million of these, right? You know, he's t- talking to Tom and Mary over here in Detroit and 
Jan and Jimmy over there in Philadelphia yeah. and whatever, and Vinny in Milwaukee. Okay, next up we got this guy. But but he was nice enough. You want a little, little of that? Yes, I want to hear it. And actually, they were just announcing uh, that he was coming here to Milwaukee to perform. Just announced here in Milwaukee, Blake Shelton to play the BMO Harris-Bradley Center in September. Your young. wife, I think, is playing State Fair the month before. You looking forward to come spend some time with us here in Milwaukee? Absolutely. Well, we try to bring the whole family through when we come. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else you want to bring with you? Uh, right. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, it's. I think it's been a you know a while since I, since I've been up in that area, and and uh, I've had some good times in, in Milwaukee. It's 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 a fun city to to play in, and and uh, definitely a, a a stronghold for for country music there, and and that gets me excited. So it was super nice. Yeah, like fine, and like you said, these guys sit in a chair for four hours and knock out you know how many of these. Isn't it amazing that like he actually said there. I can't really remember the last time right. I was in there. It's been a while, I think, since. Yeah, right. like, isn't that amazing? Like, when you don't even know the last time you've been someplace. And, and at least had nice memories. Sure. Right? And was still married to Miranda Lambert at the time ah, who was playing okay. State Fair. So that okay. was pre-Gwen Stefani. But the voice, good run on that show. I mean, we talked about it a lot when I was anchoring the morning news because we would talk about, you know, who did this or that on the show. It's kind of like a days of our lives where you can dip in and out of it years later and still see kind of the same thing. It's the same format. We're still hitting the buttons. <laughs> this guy went to this team. She went to that one. Right. These guys are still fighting and warring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's been a good run for Blake Shelton on The Voice. 644 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Adrian Hauser allowed only two hits in just over five scoreless innings, and the Brewers homered three times in a 4-0 victory over the Houston Astros on Wednesday afternoon. The Brewers are now winners in three of their last four games and will look to continue their winning ways as they get ready to host the San Francisco Giants for a four-game series that will begin tonight at American Family Field. First pitch is scheduled for 640. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. The NBA is nearing its summer classic as Denver clinched their first ever trip to the finals. Now they await the winner in the Eastern Conference Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. If you can remember, not too long ago, our Milwaukee Bucks were participating in that finals fun. But now, well, things have changed a little bit. No more Coach Bud. Questions about the future of Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez. Will Giannis stay in Milwaukee? Blah, 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 blah. According to inside experts, Around the league, the Bucks have narrowed their search for their next head coach to three. Nick Nurse is one. Golden State assistant Kenny Atkinson and Toronto's assistant Adrian Griffin are two and three. If you ask me if these are the final three, one of these does not look like the other. It's obvious which coach the Bucks should hire, but the question is, will they? The right hire here is the former NBA Coach of the Year and NBA champion Nick Nurse. But as this search in Milwaukee has gone on, the more I have worried they will continue to botch this up. Some of these interviewees have been questionable at best. A team with a veteran presence, a team with the league's best player, and a team following 2021 now has championship aspirations year in and year out. Given the reasons I just gave a few seconds ago, there is no reason, absolutely none, should the Bucks be looking to hire anything other than a proven voice for their locker room. It should be Nick Nurse. Please give me the experience and resume over hope or projection. John Horst, Wes Edens, and new owner Jimmy Haslam, please don't screw this up. Oh!
At 6.52 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Really special week here at WTMJ. Celebrating Steve Scafidi's salute to service. Each day we feature another local hero. This is a nurse or a police officer, firefighter, first responder of some kind. Folks who are heroes every day in what they do. But some of them really have the opportunity and the courage to distinguish themselves. Firefighter and paramedic Amanda Bates has taken her role of first responder to a whole other level as an educator and a mentor training others to be lifesavers when paramedics aren't there. Here's her story. I'm Annie Schwartz. I'm a public safety communications consultant and an author, and I nominated Amanda Bates because she is so many more things than just her title, which is firefighter paramedic. My name is Amanda Bates. I'm a paramedic firefighter, EMD, community paramedic, trainer for resiliency programs through the Center for Suicide Awareness. I'm the former state TCPR bystander, uh, CPR educator for the state of Wisconsin. Amanda was the first person that came to mind when we were talking about nominating people from police, fire, and EMS. And when I hear EMS in the state of Wisconsin, I always think of Amanda because I think of all the work that she's done for the profession. We're trained for muscle memory to act, to recognize symptoms. We have uh, algorithms and protocols that we follow. We're also taught to treat the patient and not the monitor, which I think is really important. Uh, For me, I like to take in the whole situation, treating the patient with uh, care and due diligence, but also keeping mindful of the folks around the patient as well. Um, What we do inside of these homes can make a really big difference to the folks around them. Amanda has been instrumental in making sure that when people call 911, the person on the other end of the phone knows what to do to save a life on that other end of the phone. She also works to make the profession better for the people that respond in person when there's an emergency. I'm very proud of the work that I've done throughout my career and that I get to come into people's homes and into people's lives and and help them when they need it the most. She's working to remove the stigma behind asking for help when you work in the emergency medical services. Firefighter line of duty deaths and EMS line of duty deaths are bigger than anybody knows. She's creating awareness about that. But she is a person who doesn't think, what am I going to get out of this? She is absolutely someone who says, let's make the profession better. I take great pride in in being trusted to give that care, to have another parent hand over their child to me, says something to be, I don't need to be told thank you, but just to be there and to provide that kind of settlingness for the family members. And we can be like the most stressful event of their lives. I take that to heart. It's so hard to pick just one word to describe Amanda because of all of the things that she's doing for the, for the profession. But I guess I think of her as an EMS hero, not someone who did one thing, but someone who is doing something every day to make that profession better. What does salute to service mean to you? Anyone who does this job will tell you this is the best job on earth, and it really truly is, because when you're doing this job, there's a part of you that heals along with it. There's a lot of us who come from a trauma background or childhood trauma, a parent who's sick, a grandparent, loss of some sort. We come into this field and we're trying to heal a part of ourselves as well. So we don't need the recognition, I feel like, to do this. I'm very fortunate to have worked with amazing individuals from Summers Fire Department and City of Burlington and have been mentored by some of, I think, the best in the field. And they'll tell you why they do this. They do it because they love it. Steve Scafidi's salute to service presented by Educators Credit Union and the Packing House Restaurant. Grateful to them for their support of this really cool week uh, on Steve's show. And if you liked that story, you want to hear it again, or you'd like to share it with someone else, we can share it with you. Text the word HERO to the Old National Bank. Talk and text line, Old National Bank. Get old. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. Just text the word HERO and we'll send you a link. 
to that story. Business headlines are up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. Kohl's is changing its store formats to have a smaller consolidated checkout line with more impulse items in the queue. The Menominee Falls retailer will also move home goods and gifts to the front of its stores. After downsizing previous plans for a 151-acre Delafield site, Newman Developments has gained its final needed public approval to move ahead with a 211-home subdivision. American Transmission Company is seeking state approval to spend $63 million buying its Pewaukee headquarters and another $18 million on renovations. The power line business contends its plan is cheaper than constructing a new headquarters. This is Sean Ryan with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.